This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the Alpaca Tribe, the podcast for alpaca people. So, we're just coming down to give the girls breakfast this morning. <laughs> it's a lovely picture here. Shorted drinking from a puddle. I was told when we first engaged with alpacas that they really like clean water and that they'd rather go thirsty than drink dirty water. Well, it's not really dirty water, it's just water that's in the mud. She's working from imprint, foot imprint to foot imprint and sucking out the water. They're nice. So they've been down in the field at the end and they saw me coming so they've all come back to the stable. Hello, how are you little one? You really? Really? She's a bit of a talker this one. Her name's Huneth, but we always call her Dit, which is a Welsh word which means small. <laughs> she is small. She might grow over time, but she comes from compact stock. So, hello. Yeah, how are you this morning? All right, this is Evanwi. Hello, sweet one. How are you? Hello. She always seems to have hay on her back. I don't know where she stands. Oh, no, no, Megan, don't spit at me, thank you. They're all gathered by the door, so I've got to squeeze, squeeze past them. They've given up moving these days. Now steady down. There you go. Yeah, yeah, we'll just take a quick clean-up and then we'll get the food out. So they've given up moving, I have to walk around them. <laughs> Usually to squeeze past them. I guess that's a good sign. It doesn't show a lot of respect, but it does show that they're very trusting and don't mind having me around. Hey, steady, steady. <laughs> Somebody's standing too close behind Millie. Trouble is, she's facing my direction if she spits. Okay, so they're ready for their breakfast, so I'll give them their breakfast and we'll catch up again in a minute. So I remember the first walking up to, we visited a breeder to go and see some alpacas, walking up to the field and it was a strange, slightly excited but slightly nervous <laughs> going into a field with alpacas for the first time, but real excitement, looking forward to being up closer with these amazing animals and just spending time there. and I'm looking at the one she's just across the way from me now Hermione Hermione is just lovely she's got amazing eyes she just had such a presence about her in the field and that was the thing that really caught our attention she just had such presence amazing amazing eyes and the way she looks at you and she was the one who caught her eye and we said that's the one we want <laughs> right from the first viewing first seeing we knew we wanted to include her in the group of animals that we bought. And we did. We were fortunate. So uh, she's done, well, she's just such a, uh, she's a sweetie. 
They're so lovely. So the air is kind of full of, thanks Nana, full of flies basically, they're, and they're biting flies. I'm getting munched here as I'm standing here. And so we're early in the morning. I'm not sure it's going to get any better during the day. We need some air movement really, stir them around. They're kind of, yeah, I need to catch one or two, don't I? Just see if I can work out. But they're, they're, they're little biting ones. They're kind of midges, but they're not midges. Certainly not the midges that you get in Scotland. But it's early to be bothered by so many flies. Thankfully, they've all got their fleece on. At the moment, we haven't done the shearing yet. So they are being irritated, but not as much as they will be once the fleece is cleared off. So it's a challenge to know what we do. I'm thinking of breaking out the fly repellent, but they hate that as well. So perhaps I'll give some little puffs of that and just see if we can reduce the number of flies bothering them. Well, that actually went a lot better than I was expecting. <laughs> just to get the spray on. I don't know. It's going to make that much difference that I'm having a good old scratch, though. Hmm. So we need to keep clearing up and moving away the beans, the, the droppings from the poo pile, and you need to move them far enough away from where they're housed. So in theory, at least, it's, we're not getting a little cycle developing. I do that anyway. I take it down the road a bit with the, the wheelbarrow. So it is getting cleared away, but it's just the combination of temperature and, and, um, and moisture and stuff. We need to keep an eye out for flies and particularly that horrible smell of fly strike. I haven't seen any green bottles or the um, blue bottles less so it's usually the, the, the kind of the greeny ones but check the legs under the tails and down down particularly some of the youngsters are catching a few of the the beans on their back legs which is good to be able to see that but i need to make sure that i'm clearing that off we have trimmed off some of the fleece from some of them so that helps but and harriet here she's she's coming and looking see what on earth is going on He's talking. He's not giving us food. And she's just got so much fleece. She's got a very good coat, which is great. But it's quite built up around the legs and it, it, it does tend to get a bit fouled. So keep an eye out for the flies, for fly strike. It's a bit early, but it's just possible. Got a few days of nice weather. Can they get the flies going early? When the air movement starts, it'll keep the flies down a bit as well. These little ones, they're sort of irritating. And I have my hair trimmed as well, so my, my head is a bit more exposed than it normally is. So I'm getting munched. Solidarity girls, I'm with you. I'm getting eaten as well. Okay, so first part of breakfast finished. And they seem quite happy. I was saying I remember going up the, the field and meeting Hermione for the first time. It's a very strong memory. I was just reflecting on it and just remembering it, going up to, to see the alpacas. I don't get the, the anxiety going to see the alpacas, but I do get the excitement still. I still love, it's a, just a really positive vibe <laughs> going up and, and spending time around the alpacas. Making good progress with the halter training with the boys, so... Dylan and Carwin, and they, they're doing really well. They're, they're learning. I've kept it short, short little 
blast. I'm just going to go up and spend some time with them now. We'll feed them afterwards, so they get a treat after the experience. So we need to, to get them out and take them on a bit further, a further distance from where we have been. So the process of learning with alpacas, I keep talking about it over and over again, but it's so important to keep adding bits, adding bits. And there's always places to find out that bit more. Find a breeder you can talk to. Go spend some time with alpacas, they'll do the teaching for you. They all came back yesterday from being out and I was feeding them in the evening. <laughs> they were all wet. <laughs> They'd obviously be in the water. Down the far end of the lake, we've got a, a bridge and just in front of it is a, a, a little ford area so I can get through with a tractor and the quad. And they all came back wet, so I think they'd been in the water. And that seems to be the easy access point, so I think that's where they'd been. And some of them had obviously sat down in it, so they were really soaking. But uh, very happy. And that's one of those things, they do like to be able to get access to water. We did her eyes the other day, and she's, she's looking like she's all fleeced up again. I don't know, we, perhaps it's dried. We need to, to trim off some more, I think. And then it'll be about six weeks or so, weather permitting, that we'll be doing the shearing. So I'm starting to think about making sure I've got the bits and pieces in place. Some of this fleece is going to be so nice. sneezes and babies talking. It's been nice having better weather, which means we can spend time around them without having so many layers on head-to-toe waterproofs and that's just the seasons as they change but we're now moving into the nicer weather and first time quite well I spent a bit more time in the field around the, the alpacas and it was so just I think oh yes I remember We had a friend come in yesterday. They had very far distant interaction with them. So that, but they came in with a car and some of the youngsters hadn't really seen cars in the car park and they were fascinated. They came over and had a really good look and check it out. And they were, they look at themselves in the mirror, so the door mirror, but they're also looking at themselves reflecting off the glass of the car. And it's just this thing, what is this thing? So they, they go and investigate, stand around it and hang around just in case. <laughs> they're very inquisitive and they're just kind of, well, we just hang around a bit and see if anything happens. So they're now heading off. Some of them are anyway. Some of them are down in the stable, having some hay. 
Others are now starting to wander out. Oh, some of these youngsters, they're just such magnets for vegetation and bits of hay and bits of... They've been rolling and the bits of moss and stuff get on the, on the fleece. So it gets slightly less sticky once they've been sheared, but there's a lot of debris at the moment. We'll try and clear off some of that. Some of them are very much woolly bears at the moment. They're looking really big and very, lots of heavy coats of fleece. There's a number of them that, that do have very good production. So we, we look forward to seeing those. And the older ones, they've got less. There was one of the boys, actually, I was just looking at him the other day and thinking, normally it's not been an issue. And I, I don't think he's been struggling, but I'm just thinking it's an awfully long for this time of year. It's another six weeks and we're going to be shearing. Mm. So I'm just wondering whether we'll actually leave his fleece on this year. Perhaps do some tidying rather than do a full shear. I guess so he's protected for the winter because he's, he's one of the older boys. Number five. Born in the first year. We had five pregnant females when we started and he was number five. He was born. And he's all very grey now. Uh, very, very, um, yes, how would you describe it? Elegant, sophisticated. It's funny how your view of grey hair changes as, as you get older. Dear, dear. But uh, the boys, really little ones that I was doing the, the halter training with. Cameron is pretty, I think. And Dylan, he's looking handsome. He's looking good. And that's been really nice spending time just getting to know them a bit, just before they disappear, because they're going in a few days. But it's interesting, the, the girls, since we've, we've separated those off, the girls, in passing, they've been up to see them, but they've not been bothered at all they've stayed right away from that end of the valley where the the, the boys are they just know that's <laughs> that's not what they do is go find the babies again so that'll be interesting see how we get on on friday when we move them So, of course, just after I had <laughs> suggested the girls have not been anywhere near the boys, then they appeared. They followed me up there and they came and checked out the, the two at the gate. So, But the mum, it's interesting. Nona didn't come close. She didn't come anywhere near Carwin. But Yona, who's Dylan's mum, she did come up and she did give him a little nose. This little video clip I'll put on the on the website if you want to check that out. So that was surprising. Just to prove me wrong, they do understand what I'm saying and delight in showing me up. <laughs> it, it seems that way. I'm not sure it's true, but it certainly seems that way. So when I was doing some uh, more handling with the boys, oh, they're getting so covered in bits of bramble. Where's it all coming from? So they, they had one long piece around Dylan, which then... Because Carwin snuggled in, <laughs> he got covered in this bit of bramble as well. So there's one piece of long bramble trailing over both bodies, and I had to really disentangle it from there. Very long fleece. Um, but we did, did do some good handling, good good moving forwards. And that's uh, a little bit, a little bit. It all helps. So it has been a delightful 
day. Lovely, sunny, really quite warm kind of day, which has been great. The girls have been out and wandering. And so have the boys, because when I went to feed them, I had to call them. They were way down the far end of the valley. Howell was up here by the field shelter ready to be fed, but the rest of them were all down the far end of the valley. I had to call them. They came pretty quickly. Well, most of them. There was a slight delay for three of them, (laughs) the usual suspects, but they didn't miss out on too much of the food. So that was okay. And then the two youngsters, when I fed them, I had to take even more bramble off them, both independently. For some reason, I think I've been feeling a bit nostalgic. Not quite sure why, but it makes me think about when did you meet your first alpaca and how did it make you feel? That's the question I always ask of people when I do interviews on the podcast. So... If you would like to answer that question, please do. I'd love to hear from you. When did you meet your first alpaca and how did it make you feel? You have 90 seconds. Postcards. Audio postcards. Just follow the link and you can do a very simple recording and then we can share the answers. Take care. And if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca. See you again soon. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.